If you're ready to blast through, defy the odds, and be the 1%, then this is the podcast for you. Welcome to The 1% Life with Joni Dillon, where you will learn how to master your mind, elevate your sales, and live the 1% life. What's going on, rock stars? Welcome back to this episode of Mindset Monday. Took a little break over the Christmas holiday. It is Tuesday morning, December 26th, if you are catching this today or at any point in the future. I hope you guys had a very Merry Christmas, a Happy Hanukkah, whatever it is that you celebrate. I hope you are enjoying this holiday season as it's a time to just connect with family, connect with people who are close to you, and create incredible memories to last forever. That's what it's all about. So today is a unique episode. It is titled, A Reflection on 2017, So You Can Have Your Best Year Ever. We're going to go back and we're going to look at what did your year really look like for you? And was it the year that you intended to create or not? So for some of us, this may be a little, you know, punch to the gut, let's just call it, because we did not create our best year ever. And for many of you, I know that that was your intention if you've been along with me for the ride this year. That's what 2017 was all about. And hey, you know what? If you did not accomplish that, it's okay. We have a new year. Let's do things differently and let's start right now to create your best year ever. So today's episode is for you if you're just really ready to stop living in those excuses and those lies that you may have told yourself that you are doing something different and you just didn't. If you had big goals in the past or big vision, big dreams, and you haven't yet made them happen... Today's episode is going to share with you perhaps why you haven't made that happen and what you can do differently beginning now, no matter when you're listening to this, to really take this year, this upcoming year or the year that we're in, whenever you're listening to this episode, by the hands, just grab it, own it, and do something different this year to actually be able to live your best year ever, because that's really what life is all about. If you've been frustrated with any of your past results in the past year, and we're going to really look at those today, and perhaps you're, you, something in your life just isn't quite where you want it to be yet, Today's episode, I hope, is going to speak to you. So stay tuned to the very end, and I'm going to share with you what we're going to do next week on Mindset Monday to take this a step further. Excuse me, I'm a little hoarse today. Perhaps it's all the festivities. (laughs) I'm out here in Portland, Oregon with my family. Spent the last week at our cabin near Leavenworth, Washington, played in the snow, got a couple great snowboarding days in, and now came down to... see my sister and my niece and nephew and her family. And uh, we had a light storm out here and there's snow on the ground and actually got a white Christmas. So whatever your Christmas was, I know many of you are sending me messages of being in beautiful tropical places like Playa del Carmen, Cabo, Australia where it's summer and uh, Hawaii and 
playing in the sand with cocktails and yep, I'm um, having hot toddies and um, sipping tequila out here in cold, very cold Portland, Oregon. <laughs> so let's dive into this without further ado. <clears throat> I'm Joni Dillon. For those of you who don't know me yet, peak performance coach and sales trainer, helping you defy the odds and become the 1%. Today's episode, again, a reflection on 2017 so you can have your best year ever. So I want you for just a moment, by the way, go grab your notebook, your Mindset Monday notebook, or whatever notebook you take notes in to become your best self, because there's going to be so much you're going to want to really capture so you can go back and reflect on it after this podcast as you plan for next year. So what I'd like you to do for just a moment is to just sit in last year, in 2017, let's call it this year still, sit in this year or last year uh, when you're thinking about this, when you're listening to this and really reflect, just kind of gain a full perspective on the year. And it probably won't be hard for you to do, but I want you to rate your year as a whole. So rate your entire year on a scale of one to 10, one being it was absolutely crappy year. It, nothing went, felt like it went right. You know, maybe from finances to career to health to relationships, whatever it was, or if just one area was just not right, doesn't it feel like the entire thing just sucked? One being just horrible. 10. 10 being it was a rock star year. You may have hit something, had some incredible accomplishments. Uh, but whatever it was, it just was an awesome year and it felt really good. So one being horrible, 10 being incredible. I want you to just take a moment and write your number down right now, write 2017 and give yourself a score on a scale of one to 10. And this is our baseline, right? This is our baseline for going forward. And the biggest reason why we do this is because if we don't know where we've been, how do we know where we want to go? And what happens is, is most people will just continue the same old, same old. They'll continue to create average, subpar years that just aren't up to their expectations and they'll just bitch about it in the end. They'll complain like, man, it sucked but what are we going to do differently this year so that doesn't happen again? So we have to have a baseline. So what was 2017? And be completely honest with yourself, okay? Be completely honest. And if you want to take it a step further, which I really do encourage you to do, I want you to write down these additional categories, okay? I want you to write down health, and on the next line, career, that's your job <laughs> right now, finances, relationships. And I love this category called, that I call lifestyle. And we'll talk about that. So health, career, finances, relationships, relationships <laughs> and lifestyle. Okay. And if there's any other category that you feel like you want to rate, rate yourself in, please do that now. And then give yourself a scale of one to 10 in each of those categories. One being 
horrible, 10 being incredible. And you have a baseline in every one of those categories, okay? So the first thing that we really want to do is we want to look at, and you don't have to do that right now, but if you really just know and trust your gut, don't second guess it, just trust the first thing that comes up. You know, I always say, okay, unconscious mind, because my unconscious mind and I have a great relationship. (laughs) I want you to think I'm kidding, but I'm not. Um, Where was I in regards to my career on a scale of one to 10? And I'll just take that first number that comes up because your unconscious mind, your subconscious always knows. What, What is it in health? And just take the first thing. So we're not second guessing it. So I want you to take inventory now of your wins. Take inventory of your wins. Where did you win this year? And really look at what are you most proud of that happened this year? I don't care what category it was in. Some of you have messaged me. You were number one in your sales site. You were number one in the region. You broke all-time records. You know, you closed at the highest rate you've ever closed at before. You've hit financial goals that you never dreamt possible. And for others of you, maybe it's not career at all right now, which is what we're going to work towards, making that part of your best year ever. Because wouldn't you agree when your career is at its peak, your finances are often at its peak and that rolls over into your relationships being really strong. Because when you're happy at work and you're making money and you're impacting lives, you're impacting lives of those people around you as well. And so everything wins and your health usually wins too, because you can't be in total crappy health for the most part and be thriving in your career and your finances. So it's all intertwined. So I want you to take inventory of your wins. What are you most proud of that happened? And if you have to dig deep, I don't care what it was. Maybe it was just a vacation that you took that you hadn't, and you hadn't taken one in years and years. Or maybe it was a new relationship you reignited with someone in your family. Whatever that is, give yourself some credit right now and write that down. Because what happens is we don't often take inventory of our wins. And if you're at all like me and you're your worst critic, it's really easy to look at what didn't go right. What went totally wrong? What failed miserably? Where did you just not hit the mark, Joni? Where did you say you were going to do something and you didn't, right? It's really easy to beat ourselves up. But if we don't acknowledge the ground we've taken, we're really doing ourselves a huge injustice, a huge disservice. And we need those wins to be able to get more wins, to be able to say, hey, I did accomplish this. And while I might, may, might not have accomplished everything I said I wanted to do, at least this, that, and the other worked for me or happened for me or I created it even better. Own it. You did it. No matter what it looks like, you had some part in it for sure or it wouldn't have happened. So, you know, and if you don't have time to really reflect on that and you want to go back and do it more, jot down what comes to you right now and just write down, you know, what were my wins in 2017? And now I want you to look at where did you experience the most challenge 
the most challenges, perhaps? Was it health? Was your health a bit compromised this year? Were you not in peak health that like you envisioned? Did something just go terribly off and, you know, reject this for all of you very healthy people and for everyone else right now? Was just something, did something go off that was a struggle for you that rolled over into other areas of your life? You know, was it career that you experienced the most challenge in? You know, did you start a new job maybe in this industry and you just haven't got your footing quite yet? Has that been a challenge? Is it your finances? Perhaps if careers off, finances are off unless you're, you know, smart investor in other areas. Or is it, was it, is it relationships? You know, take inventory of those. Where were your biggest challenges this year? And is there more than one area? And as you write down those different categories, just circle the ones and maybe even double circle or (laughs) red pen circle the one that you feel like was the biggest challenge for you. Because this is where we're going to give the most focus to in 2018. And now what I want you to do is I want you to really think about right now, what did I say I was going to do that I didn't make happen? What did I say I was going to do? What did I say I was going to make happen that just didn't happen? For example, did you plan to pay off debt that never got paid off? Did you have perhaps $20,000, $30,000 in credit card debt or you know, some loan that you wanted to pay off that you just didn't do? Did you plan to buy a new car or a new home or hit a certain sales goal or income goal? For many of you, maybe it was hitting President's Club or President's Council if you're with a certain company or what is it called now? Champions Club, I think it's called at one of your companies. You know, whatever that is. And if you don't have those prestigious clubs and awards and trips, then it's okay. Maybe there was a, a true up bonus you hope to achieve by selling a certain amount of millions of dollars. Uh, maybe it's closing at a certain percentage or higher. You know, like at the beginning of the year is a time to really create that vision and to set those goals. And so looking back at last year or even when you began began your new journey, if you're new to this industry and we're talking of career goals, what did you say you were going to do? And it may even be worth it to know if you didn't say you were going to do anything, you just started a new job. Because that's very telling of why you're at where you are perhaps right now is because you didn't do that. did you set goals and give up on them? That's a common problem. Think about that. The new year comes. We're all excited to create something new, to have and live our best year ever, to create our best year ever. And a few weeks in, you know, we might've changed a few things, added some new year's quote unquote resolutions, Yeah, whatever they call them that nobody resolutes to. (laughs) 
that's even a word. You know, it sticks around for a few weeks. Everyone joins a new gym. Everyone's got a new diet plan, for example. You know, like, God, life's going to be great this year. And all of a sudden, it's like the third week of January and the glory of change and the commitment to it wears off. And we go back to our old habits, our old ways of being, ourself that really never changed. Again, our behavior intended to change. But if you've listened to any of my past podcasts, you know that we can't start there, right? So did you set goals and give up on them? And here's what that means. If you did, that means one of three things is really happening or happened that we want to avoid from happening going forward. And one of those three things are, those three things are that there's a strategy issue, perhaps. There's a strategy issue, meaning you're going about it all wrong. There's also perhaps a belief issue, a limiting belief issue, or there's a resources issue. And we'll talk about that in a bit more. You didn't have what you needed or you didn't find what you needed, right? Getting resourceful to make that happen. So there's a couple things that happened. If you don't, you know, I'm going to dive into this. Um, let's, let's, let's actually just kind of take a look at that right now. So why did these things, these goals, these dreams not happen when you had so much fire in your belly going into them, going into the year, going into this new adventure, this new job, this new career path, perhaps, or, you know, a new quarter, There's always new moments of time, periods of time that we look at and say, now's my time. And often it's the beginning of a new month, right? In this industry, we all start back at zero or beginning of a new quarter. So the first thing we really want to do is we want to take full accountability for what it was that made you not achieve what you said you wanted to achieve. And taking full accountability doesn't mean looking to blame someone else, a coworker, a manager, a boss, a TO, a significant other, anyone else in your life, a child, (laughs) anyone else. It's not looking to blame anybody else for your shortcomings. It's about taking full ownership and full accountability for where we failed. And guys, look, there's no failure. The reality is there's no failure. There's only feedback. Write that down. There is no failure. There is only feedback. And I really, really, really try to live by this principle. Because if we don't, we're always looking for, where did I, I keep falling on my face. I'm going to fall again. I'm going to fail again. I'm going to fail again. And the reality is, That moment, pardon me, of falling on your face or not achieving something is simply feedback that something needs to change. Perhaps your strategy needs to change. Perhaps you don't have the right resources in place. Perhaps your belief system needs to change because your current set of beliefs is not going to get you where you want to go. So when you look at failing, not as failing, but as feedback, You look at it differently and you learn to embrace it. 
And you say, so what if I fall on my face this month? It's going to tell me and teach me if you reflect on it, that's the key, what I need to do differently to make sure that this month doesn't repeat next month, that this year stays where it was as feedback for who I am not going to be going forward, for the person that I don't perhaps, not for all of you, the person that perhaps I want to evolve from. Let that be your feedback. We can't just start where we want to be. We've got to evolve and get there. We've got to have these trials and tribulations and these challenges along the way and these roadblocks and these freaking valleys and pitfalls and ditches and whatever you want to call them. Some of you have climbed Mount Everest to get to where you're at and you know who you are. And you're relating to this right now because you know just because that's your past does not mean that's your future. I want you to really hear me right now when I say that. All of you. Your yesterday does not define your tomorrow. And that's why we're really reflecting on your past on 2017. And for many of you, you probably go back even further. Am I in this financial situation just this past year or has it been ongoing for years past or maybe your entire life? And now, now is a time to draw a line in the sand and say, never more, I'm never ever again going to be that person. It comes down to a decision, but also a few things that we're going to talk about that need to shift like strategy. Okay, and resources and et cetera. So we really want to take ownership and accountability as to what didn't go right and, and what you did that didn't allow for that, right? Or that it didn't allow for you to hit your goals and dreams this year. And when we take full accountability, we're actually taking full ownership because it's when we blame others, when we, when we blame um, RTO for not getting deals, look, man, that's going to happen. Get used to it. This is the nature of the industry we live in. They're humans too. They're having an off day. They're having an off moment. They're going from table to table. If you didn't do your job in lining the table, don't depend on your TO to save the day. You failed, so take that failure as feedback. Make sense? You didn't deliver everything that you should have delivered, and perhaps there are reasons why, (laughs) skill set being one of them, mindset being another. Whatever it is, we've got to own it. You're not where you're at because your TO didn't get deals for you. I'm sorry to tell you that. And a lot of you want to believe that. You're not where you're at because you're not getting enough tours. Because guess what? You could swim up from the bottom of the board. You could swim up. Everyone's been there who's made it in this industry. Whether it's for a few days or a few weeks, we've all been there. And the best of the best in this industry get the hell out from being on the bottom because it eats at them. It's absolutely, uh, for lack of a better word, like I'm going there right now, it's disgusting and feeling inside to be at the bottom, isn't it? 
No one wants to be there and you don't deserve to be there if you're there right now or if you've been there in the past. You know that desire and that fire in your belly cannot be waiting or contingent upon more tours coming in. You've got to make do with what you get. And I don't care if it's seven tours in a month. Get the hell out of where you're at right now and have that desire be so freaking strong that you're willing to do whatever it takes to get there. Line your table meaning do your job, create an incredible presentation based on value, on connection, on emotion. It's absolutely ridiculous for your TO to come over and, and not deliver on a, on a sale. Right? That even if they do absolutely screw it up, that you can go back in. By the way, if you're not doing this, you're missing a huge opportunity because you can and should be going back in and digging your heels in to get that deal. Don't wait for your TO, your manager, your closer to get it for you. Own that. I was going to say stuff. Let's just call it. Own it. Get in there. You have the best rapport with these people. Nine times out of 10, they love you. So if someone else comes over and has none of None of the rapport that you had built and spent hour or two hours building, don't expect them to always just throw it down. You got to get back in there and create that value. Go back to their desire, their dominant buying mode. What is it going to be? What is it? Because you know now you did an incredible discovery and you didn't skimp on that to know what is it that makes them tick that lights them up inside and will make them say yes today. And you go back to that, right? Okay, I'm totally getting off on a tangent because I get excited sometimes. (laughs) But we're not looking to place blame. Own that you could have done a better job lining, okay? And so um, what we want to do now, after we've reflected on our, our, we've looked at our year, we've rated on a scale of one to 10. We've um, looked at and taken inventory. You've taken inventory of your wins, no matter how big or how small, you've written them all down. Really important. And spend a moment and be grateful for those wins. You did that. And then on the opposite end, we looked at our, your challenges, what your challenges were in regards to health, career, finances, relationships, um, and maybe even lifestyle. And Let's let's talk briefly about that because lifestyle is important. Guys, we don't work our entire lives to pay our bills and pay the utility company. We work our entire lives to not create a living, to live an incredible life, to enjoy every single day, not one week a year when we decide to take it off, because we're not being congruent with who, what we're pitching. <laughs> Separate subject altogether. But you're living your life to create a lifestyle. You're working every day. You're working your butt off to create a lifestyle that's worth living, that you love, that you can do whatever you want to do because you can, that you can take your family, your friends, your parents, send them off on a week to Hawaii or two weeks because you can. That kind of stuff felt good to me when I was on the line to be able to do. 
you know, when my, my dad and stepmom wanted to go to Hawaii and I knew they were too cheap, excuse me, hope they don't listen to this, to go actually rent a nice place to, for, to be able to put them into a two-bedroom condo when the beach felt really good for me. And maybe you, some of you have those dreams and visions, but you need to make those fuel you so that you can create that lifestyle that you want to create to be able to do those things for your loved ones, if that's important to you. But it's about creating a lifestyle. So ranking yourself on lifestyle is really important. How is your lifestyle? Or some of you might want to call it your sense of adventure this year. I'll admit mine was low. And I have high expectations. So I have really high expectations for what that looks like for me. Mine wasn't where I wanted it to be. And, you know, some of you are like, well, you're always off doing something fun and, you know, out Europe or somewhere in the world doing something. And yeah, that's true. But I had, I had a bigger vision for this past year. I didn't get to Spain. I don't know why I didn't get there. I didn't get to Thailand. Uh, And, you know, and that's why I'm creating this uh, incredible life for me is so I can go off and do those things. I mean, I can coach my clients from wherever I'm at in the world and that's what I do. But there was no excuse for those things not happening other than improper planning, which comes down to strategy, okay? And so I want you to rate yourself on your lifestyle. You know, did you just grind to get by and barely get by or did you live an incredible life this year? Did you do things that you have had on your bucket list that finally got checked off? And if some of those things are coming up, those bucket list things, just write them down on another page or further on your journal. What were those things that you really wanted to do or that you want to do going forward this year? And so now let's shift, let's shift into what specifically do you want to accomplish or achieve in 2018? What specifically do you want? And I'm not saying it would be nice. I'm saying it's going to happen because your level of desire is so high. Like, what do you absolutely commit? Let's use that word, commit to making happen in 2018. And why? And and if you don't have time to fully go back and do that right now or to do that right now, just write down, what do I commit to achieving in 2018 and why? If it's buying a home, if it's paying off debt and becoming debt-free, if it's taking a trip to Europe, if it's or Africa or South America, wherever it is, or going to Hawaii for a week or two, convincing your boss to let you take a few weeks off, achieving a particular status within your company or award, great. Let that be your why. Let it be your motivator for this year. Let it be the flame within you that propels you forward. It's when we don't have that, that thing, that why, is that we're not connected with something that will pull us forward. When you let money be ancillary, when you let money be the byproduct of your why, 
And your why is so big, whether it's creating an incredible retirement. Some of you are five to 10 years away from retirement and you have crap set aside for you. Sorry, but it's true for many, <laughs> many Americans. Let's be real. When, when you let your why propel you forward because you want to have an incredible retirement because you want so badly to be able to retire. Let's get real. You have that opportunity within this company that you're in this industry. Okay. And so when you let money be the byproduct of your why propelling you forward, your why being so big it just happens. It happens because you find a way. You find a way. So what will your life look like when you have accomplished what you committed to in 2018? What you are committing to right now? Right now, write it down. What will your life look like? And write that down too. So you can go back and really do this exercise. What will your life look like when you achieve it? Okay. And why is that important to you? Why is it important to you that you do achieve it? Because that is part of your why. When you are clear on why it's important to you, that is going to also propel you forward. It's going to fuel you. So here's what I want you to do. I want you to, I want you to get clear. And if you watch my masterclass, um, you know that I talk about three big goals three big goals. What are three big goals for you this year that when you accomplish those three things and those three things only, it will be your best year ever. Oh my God. How good does that feel to say, oh my God, just three things. That's it. And if I only focus on those three things, I'll have created, own it. You'll have created your best year ever. So write down three big goals, one, two, and three, and you can go back and fill those in. And I encourage you to actually do this if you're serious about creating your best year ever. And now let's talk about how, 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 how are we going to make this happen? So it comes down to a couple things. Um, as I mentioned earlier, as to why you did not make those things happen. So the three things we're going to focus on right now, and two of which falls under strategy. Okay, well, actually all of them fall under strategy. But we're going to talk about the three things that will absolutely, when they are in place, the proper things are in place, will aid you in hitting your goal, your, one of your, all of your three big goals. Okay. So the first of those things is resources. So I want you to look at each of your specific goals. And even if you just know one right now, that's okay. And write down resources. What resources will you need 
to hit that goal. And you're going to do this for all three goals, okay? What specific resources will you need to hit that goal? So I'm going to give you an example. Is it a dedication of time? So if you want to be number one in your sales office, or if you have a line of 100 reps, and for you right now, being in the top five or heck, even the top 10 is a huge accomplishment when you're sitting at 78, is it a commitment of time, a dedication of time? Because time is a resource, okay? And we need to actually look at what are we doing right now that is a commitment of time or lack thereof, right? You got to have that baseline because you have to look at where are you at right now in order to see how am I going to shift? What do I need to do to change that? Because if we continue doing what we're continue, we've done, always done, we're going to continue to get what we've always gotten and that's not good, right? Or maybe it is, but there's always another level. There's always another level. I don't care if you're number one in your sales office or number one in the company. If you're not dreaming big, bigger, you've already lost. I guarantee you someone will pass you. Okay. So let's look at resources. If it's time, I want you to think about if your goal is becoming, hitting or achieving, let's talk about career, a certain income level, if it's hitting a certain number within your sales site or position on the board or a certain closing percentage or income level, anything like that. What are you going to do differently in terms of a commitment of time daily or weekly? And I highly recommend you do it daily. So it becomes habitual. So it becomes a daily practice. It becomes part of your rituals for success. Okay, your power rituals for success that I talk about in my masterclass. Um, so is it a half hour a day? Is it an hour a day? Is it, um, you know, like you committing to maybe listening to an hour of positive audio a day to get your head out of the gutter, to shift your state into being more positive, to shift your mindset from so you don't focus on the negative all the time? Or is it shifting, excuse me, committing to an hour to improving your skill set? We'll talk about that in a second. Okay. Uh, and then <laughs> here's something super important. Listen, if it's not in your calendar, it's not going to get done. You've got to time block it into your calendar and make it repeat daily or on a certain day, every single week or days. And it just has to show up for you. So you make it happen. Don't give yourself enough credit to where, oh, I'll just make, I'll just do it every morning, 6am. I'm just going to do it. No, you're not. You're not. Let's be real. You're not. There's a million things are going to come at you from the moment you wake up and you check your Facebook or your Instagram or Snapchat or email before you get to work. And even after work, we're human. We live in a crazy, chaotic, fast-paced world. If it's not in your calendar, it's not going to get done. That's simply a rule I live by. So put it in your calendar. Okay. So what are the resources, the specific resources that you need, knowing that it's going to take additional resources than the ones you've been using? Okay. So look at your resources. Number two, the other thing that you want to look at in order to help you achieve, in order to make sure that you achieve, let's use better language here, ensure that you achieve those three big goals is look at the people 
the people? Who do you need to help support you, guide you, provide you with their expertise to help you get there quicker? So write down people. Who are the people that you need to help support you? Who are the people that you can learn from? Is there someone who's an expert on your sales floor in a certain area that you could rally to mentor for you? Mentor you rather. And for many of you, the answer is yes. Sure. I have a great relationship with someone and perhaps I cannot just expect and expect and expect, but I can uh, do something that makes it a mutually beneficial relationship. What can I do for them so they'll be willing to help me? Okay. And for other of you, others of you, you realize that time is of the essence and these one percenters, these top reps have no time to help coach me, right? They might be nice people and I'm sure they all are. We are <laughs> for the most part. Um, but look, They've got goals and dreams too, and they're out there making them happen. So for some of you, you may not have that role model, that person to model on your sales floor. You may not have somebody who's consistently writing 250,000, 300,000, 400,000 or more every single month without fail. Or if you do, perhaps maybe they're just, you know, for whatever reason, no judgment. They're busy writing their own, making their, making their hustle happen, right? So I want you to write down, who do you need extra support, help, guidance, coaching from? Is there someone in your family that you need to get on board? Look, if you can't sell your family members in supporting you in this job, you are not going to be able to sell somebody who doesn't even want to be sitting in front of you right now. At least your family members want to be sitting in front of you, hopefully. (laughs) So you need to rally them on why you need their support unconditionally. That it's not okay for you to come home and, and, and be grilled as to what your deals look like or what they do not look like. That you just need to be happy and at home. And look, again, it's about taking full accountability and ownership and being at cause as opposed to at the effect of. Own it. If they're not there, doesn't mean that you're never going to get to your goal. You have got <laughs> people in the same circumstances rise to the top despite adversity, despite nobody believing in them. And you can think of a million examples of people who have. Okay. But perhaps there's an area that you could work on. Somebody who you support, you'd really love to have. Who is that for you? Okay. And then the, the, the last area we're going to look at is skills. Skills. And all of these things, when they're in place, equate to strategy. Okay, equate to having a proper strategy. So what specific skills are you lacking to get you there? What specific skills are you lacking to get you there? And let's get real. You have to be willing to take an honest look at your current performance and really evaluate different categories. How are you in, in uh, creating value? Do you create enough value? Because if you're hearing no more times than not... <laughs> or then yes, rather, if you're hearing no more times than yes, you're not creating enough value. So could all of us stand to create a little bit more value? The answer is yes. What about urgency? How do you rate yourself on a scale of creating urgency? One to 10, where are you in your presentation? Where are you in urgency? Like, is it coming on the back end? 
Or does it come on the front end like I teach my coaching clients to do and students who take my course? We don't start urgency on the back end. That's cheesy. That's salesy. We start from the moment we meet these people. Are you doing that? Or not? Could you stand to improve? What skills can you improve upon? Is it overcoming objections? Do you just listen and go, oh, I don't know how to overcome this? Do you feel like there's something in your mind that you want to say that you're not saying because you don't, you know that you're not going to say it in the right way? Are there third party stories that you have no clue of what they are yet that you believe could help you if you were a better storyteller? Could you become a master storyteller? Could you, for example, become a better closer? Could you not hand over 100% of your tours and start taking ownership of some of them and going front to back? And for some of you, you can, others you can't quite yet. But I guarantee you, once you start mastering your presentation, start getting more deals, at some point, you're going to get the ability to close your own. And you've got to have that skill. So what are those skills that you're currently lacking that will take you to that next level of performance, that next level of success? And looking at the resources and the people and the skills and creating that strategy, is it having uh, the proper coach or course or, or mentor at work that helps you get there, a commitment from you on your part, a proper goal setting strategy, all of the above and resources, a commitment of time, for example, um, a, a commitment of, of learning and dialing in a particular skill set. This is a strategy. And when you can get clear on what specifically your strategy is going to be in 2018, that's different, perhaps from your lack of strategy in 2017. And just saying you want to sell and hoping and praying when you show up, you will. That's no strategy. That's a recipe for failure, which again is feedback, but it's still failure. <laughs> you didn't hit your goal. Okay, so we can course correct and we can say, let the past stay there. I'm ready to move forward. I'm ready to draw a line in the sand and say, yesterday is my past and it does not own me. And the only way for it to change is for me to change who I am and commit to being a different person, to achieving a different goal or perhaps the same goal, but utilizing a different strategy. Make sense? Awesome, guys. I have to get ready for a call I have coming up in 10 minutes uh, to help somebody who's ready to break through into 2018. I appreciate you. You guys are incredible. I wish you all a merry, merry... Well, we're past Christmas. That was yesterday. I feel like we're still there. Happy holidays and incredible New Year's. On January 1st, you have a Mindset Monday call, a new podcast episode. I'm pretty sure it's on the 1st. And in that episode... In that episode, we're going to really dive in to the strategy. We're going to talk about your three goals and how you can dial in that strategy to get you there, to really look at the goals, the setting, the goal setting strategy and what it's going to take to get you there specifically. So you don't, you don't miss the boat in 2018 and look back and, you know, year from now and say, dang it, again, another year I missed. So you can break through and actually achieve those three big goals and look back and say, I won this year. And how can I now make 2019 an even more incredible and even more exciting year than any year in my past? Because it's about up-leveling every year, making it better from the last. And we've got 
to have an awareness of where we're at and a plan to get there. Rock stars, if you would like to connect with me on a Breakthrough 2018 call to really look at what challenges you had this year, what needs to shift to get you flying and blasting through 2018 so you absolutely have your best year ever, create your best year ever, income-wise, relationship-wise. It's all intertwined, career-wise, finance-wise. Let's get on a call together. I'm offering you a one-on-one call from with me. It's a 45-minute call. Usually it's 30 minutes, but we go over it on occasion. Um, and I'll help you create that strategy, that goal setting strategy to get there. Uh, it is a $500 value to get to the call. It's not for everybody. There are certain qualifications you must go see. If you do qualify, please do not waste your time or mine. Uh, time is of the essence for everyone. So if you're not serious about this, please don't visit the site. It is, um, timeshare sales mastery.com forward slash apply A-P-P-L-Y. Timeshare sales, S-A-L-E-S, mastery.com forward slash apply. I'll also put that in the notes um, of this podcast. Rockstars, get out there, create an absolutely amazing rest of your month. Get clear on what we talked about today and let's connect next week in the new year to really blast through and create that plan, set it in stone so you can have and create your best year ever. To your unstoppable success, Joni Dillon, and I will talk to you next week. Bye for now. If you enjoyed today's episode of The 1% Life, please leave a review and subscribe to the podcast and make sure to share it with your friends. We'll catch you next time.